2: What is up and what's happening everybody and welcome into episode 150 of the Up Tempo Podcast. I'm your host Blake Lane and I'm here with my co-host Dustin Smith and we are here to talk about the Auburn Tigers football program last night being a monumental night for the Auburn Tigers and Cadillac Williams. Uh, it was a special moment watching him run out of the tunnel as the Auburn Tigers head football coach. Uh, Dustin, man, what were your thoughts on that moment and just uh, bringing in that excitement and getting to watch it.
3: Well, it's amazing what some energy will bring, right? Just yeah. some positive energy. And uh, when me and you have been saying for a month now to make this move, uh, this is what we were talking about. Um, it was really cool to see. Obviously, that's everybody's boy. And when we when we went down twenty-four to three, you kind of felt like it was going to get real ugly and he just stayed positive uh the guys never gave up and fought you know made it a game so just uh just a real fun night and uh nobody's really in the moral victory camp but considering the circumstances that could have went really bad so some good signs I think it It shows you that those guys are made of of the right stuff in that locker room. Uh, They could have mailed it in. So there's something to build on there. And I really like our chances coming up next week.
2: Yeah, Dustin, you know, watching the guy, like we talked about last week, watching the guy, us teenage kids, uh, watching Cadillac run the tater for Auburn back when we were coming up, man. uh, And now watching him. As a head coach for the Auburn Tigers, special moment, uh, special moment, monumental moment for Auburn. Even though Auburn lost last night, like you said, I, I'm not, uh, I'm not a, a big, uh, you know. Oh, well, we almost won. Uh, you know, it is what it is. Uh, you know that that's not me, man. I, I'm not. Um, a loss is a loss, but watching him and the way he carried himself on the sidelines and watching Cadillac and him grab that towel and put it in his right hand and him show emotion on the sidelines and him love the players the way he loved them and the way he responded to his players. Did you see any players, Dustin? Cause, cause I got to ask you this, all right? And, and this was big to me, I, you know, I watched a guy stand over for the past, what what he coach? Uh, 19 games, 20 games at Auburn. I, I watched him. 21,
3: I think. He was 9 and 12.
2: There you go. 21, 21. So he coached 21 games. And all I ever saw him do, Dustin, was act like he didn't care and take his sunglasses off and rub his forehead. All right? But, Dustin, last night, man, when something went wrong – all right, we, we had a we had an offensive lineman uh, finish a guy. They talk about playing to the whistle, all right? Well, he played to the whistle, and we get a 15-yard personal foul, unnecessary roughness, all right? We, we go over to the sideline, Cadillac's there saying, hey, big fella, you know, don't worry about it. Shake it off. We can't have that happen. Let's get back in there. Let's keep playing Auburn football, hard-nosed physical football, all right? Uh, Some things don't go your way with Robbie Ashford. You miss a couple throws. Who was there last night to to be with Robbie Ashford? It was Cadillac Williams. And so what were your thoughts just on that difference there, uh, on your thoughts of watching a Brian Harsin compared to a Cadillac Williams, man?
3: It was night and day, Blake. It was night and day. And you could tell all week, the energy from the fan base, it was night and day. Mm-hmm. Did you see the uh, video of the the Tiger Wall going into the stadium? Yeah, man, special. On the road for a team that's three and five yep. with an interim head coach. Um, several times you could hear the Auburn crowd in their stadium over the cowbells. Yep. Uh, so, just I, I cannot wait for next Saturday. I I cannot wait for next Saturday night. Uh, I'll be I'll be all week <laughs> just be anticipating um the energy man it was it was just so fun to see after what we've had to deal with like like I said before this program was going in reverse since December 2020 yep and that stopped on Monday and I would say Saturday it moved forward a little bit again for the first time since December twenty twenty.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Wasn't much, but it's something to build on, man. And you still have a chance to go on a little win streak here. You have two very winnable games at home. And then if you win if you win those two games, why wouldn't you go into the Iron Bowl with it not saying you're gonna win, but you have nothing to lose. So, yep. you can go in there and still give them hell, yep. and uh, I just think there's a renewed spirit in that locker room. I don't, I'm, I don't know this for certain, but there might even be some guys that were going to enter the portal that might hang around for the rest of the year and stick it out. Just uh, so we'll see, man. But it was, it was nice to see just everybody not give up. And like I said, man, you're down twenty four to three on the road. This team could have just said, Okay, man, we give up, we quit. This isn't going how we wanted it to go. We'll hit the portal, we'll see you whenever. But that's not what they did. And they hung in there. And man, the the coaches, Will Friend, Ike Hilliard, all those guys, what a great job they did. Not even having a play sheet that they that they were familiar with, that they were mm-hmm. set up with, and uh, you see them trying to scramble, trying to highlight different plays and find something that'll work. And I honestly, Blake, <laughs> I thought it was the best in game adjustments offensively that was made all year.
2: Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, do you agree? Absolutely, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. I was going to ask you that. <laughs> Because it, it seemed to me like they figured out, okay,
3: we're not really getting anything up the middle, but on these tall sweeps or on these sweeps with Robbie, we're getting out on the edge. And, man, they just – and the, the play call seemed to flow well too. Yep. Um, And I don't think <laughs> – I don't think it's any coincidence that you put a guy – from the Tommy Tuberville era, in charge of the team. And we start hitting people in the mouth. Yep. You know, and Quest Hunter all year on a losing team and a guy whose numbers don't look like they should because he's had to play behind a, a historically bad offensive line mm-hmm. and he's not being used correctly. He still goes down on special teams and is hitting people in the mouth and making plays and bringing the energy. Yep. So, man, there is there is some character in that locker room. And those guys played hard for Auburn. They played hard for Cadillac. You can see how much it meant to everybody out there. Look, Robbie Ashford has a lot of stuff he has to work on mechanically in the off season, when it comes to passing the ball, reading, you know, making the right reads. He has he had some guys wide open with a clean pocket. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, to be fair, he's probably so shot due to the offensive line that, you know, he's just going to need a reset. But uh, he's got a lot of heart, man, because you could tell he was He's. – I'm not saying that he was – you know, obviously he played – I mean, he, he looked hurt. Like he looks banged up. There's a lot of wincing. There's a lot of getting up slow. Yeah. Um. You know, there's reports out there that he's kind of banged up. So he played with a lot of heart, man. He didn't quit, and nobody out there did. And nor- normally, man, when you're three and six, that's like a corny thing to say, but it's not in this situation. It's really not. And uh, it gives me hope for the remaining three games. It gives me something to look forward to. And for all those guys, because all those guys on game day and all those guys on the halftime, mm-hmm. Joey Galloway and Pete Thamel and Kurt and Dan Mullen and, you know, man, all this stuff is all on ESPN all day. They sit there and spun about how Auburn is a bad job and the boosters don't give you an opportunity to be your own coach and all this kind of stuff and you'll never get a chance and Auburn has a quick trigger and all this stuff that they were sitting there spending. Tune in Saturday night. Yeah. To a sold-out stadium for a 3-6 team. Yep. Tune in to Tiger Walk two hours before. 3-6. and six. like, yeah, it's not... <laughs> And there's a reason why now we you know we add a, another a, kind of another names getting thrown into the mix you know all Dan Landing so there's a reason why all these all these names are in there Auburn's the best job that's available and uh, so there's there's a lot of reasons to be to be optimistic and like I said man Monday Monday started a new trajectory for Auburn football. And, of all people, Cadillac Williams has us headed in a positive direction. And now it's just up to the administration and whoever, you know, go uh, in the new AD to make the right hire. And because uh, we saw what LSU did, man. So, Bama's Bama, Georgia's Georgia, and now LSU's about to be – honestly, Blake, they might, get it. They, might, they might be more dangerous right now than they've ever
1: been because they won titles with less miles – Yep. And Ed on. Yep.
3: Now they got like a, a real guy, uh, so we have to get this right, or we will fall into purgatory. Uh, Absolutely. But there's a lot of reasons. If you look at the also list, if all that stuff is true, if all the rumors are true, man, there's there's three or four guys out there that can really excite you. So I think there's a, a lot of reason to feel good about the future at Auburn.
2: Absolutely, Dustin, and, and man. Like you just mentioned, BK down there in Baton Rouge, and I've been telling people, Auburn has to have a home run higher. and because things aren't getting any easier, you know. It, like you said, you got BK saving. You know, you, you have to respect what Sam Pittman's done at Arkansas. You have Lane at Ole Miss. Could Lane come to Auburn? We don't know. Let's just say he doesn't though. And then you still have Texas A and M. Who's bringing in recruiting uh, recruiting class after recruiting class? So you know they have talent. We know Jimbo's not a great coach, but they have talent, right? And then you look over at the East, Dustin, and you have Georgia with Kirby, and then you know you got Heupel with Tennessee over there now, and you got the Billy Napier experiment with Florida. They get a big win yesterday uh, in his first year. He's looking promising. Uh, You got Stoops at Kentucky. So it's just it feels like the conference is deeper than it ever has been. And it feels like the the route to a championship is going to be extremely tough. And so you gotta you gotta hit a home run higher here, man. And you know, one thing I did want to say on tonight's podcast for everybody who said, You know what, this is a bad idea. Don't fire Harson. You know what? I want to see you now because none of you were in my mentions last night when Auburn was in overtime, all right? None of you were in my mentions when Auburn was in the lead in the fourth quarter and should have won the damn football game. None uh, of them. Ball, the ball on
3: fourth down hit the ground. As clear as day, the ball's on the ground.
2: That's a fact. Our ball. That's a fact. It was an incomplete pass. It was incomplete. Yeah. And why do we even have review? Why, why do we even have review if we're, if we're not going to get it right? You know, I, I just, I don't know, man. I, you could see the ball hit the ground clear as day. I don't know what they were looking at. Even Cadillac saw it. You saw him pointing up to the Jumbotron and everything. I mean, what are you looking at? What are you looking at? Are, are, do, are, do we already have our minds, like, halfway made up of what call we're going to make? I like, I, I don't understand it man but
3: yeah, if you're just, if you're just gonna stick with a call on the field then why are we reviewing it
2: yeah I mean because it, it, my thing is it's plain as day he dropped the ball I mean I mean <laughs> it, it, it was it was an incomplete pass but that that was that was a, a tough call there man but you know Auburn should have won the football game. Let's be honest, Dustin. And all these people who said it was bad to fire Harrison and not move on, let's wait till after the season. Man, we saw last night. We saw last night what it meant to be a part of the Auburn Tiger family. And we, we got to watch a guy who just. He is Auburn, Dustin. And when this team fell down and they battled their way back and they took a fourth quarter lead, Dustin. They took a fourth quarter lead. That's what's so impressive, man. We had a lead with a little over a minute to go. Of course, some things didn't go our way, but you know, we this was the same team that just got boat raced a week ago against a team that just lost to Liberty. A team that just yeah. lost to Liberty, Dustin, and you got boat you raced at home. Thing. Yeah, you you got boat raced at home by Arkansas who just lost to Liberty. And you come out, t- tell me things aren't different. Tell me things aren't different. And all the people, Dustin, who said, oh, well, Landon King's a quitter. Uh, so-and-so's a quitter. It, uh, A.D. Diamond, they're all quitters. No, they're not. You know what they were doing? They didn't want to play for Brian Harson, Dustin. And it showed last night. It showed every one of them dudes who 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 were out on there out there on that field, who didn't have to worry about burning a red shirt or whatever, they were out there and they were playing for Cadillac Williams. And I honestly, I'll say right now, I think they were playing for the dudes that hit the transfer portal, Dustin. I think they were playing for them too, saying, "Hey, you know, I I'm sorry, you know, it, this Harsin guy he wasn't it, and and now you know you're over there and and we're still fighting." And and we're playing for everybody. We're playing for this entire university, this entire fan base, the guys you know who who did hit the portal, uh, and and it showed last night, man. It showed. And Dustin, man, getting into this game. Obviously, Auburn falls thirty-nine to thirty-three. We fall to three and six, one and five in the SEC. Falling overtime. Things didn't go our way late in the fourth quarter. Oh well, man, it is what it is. Uh, I, I hate being that way, but tonight I feel like I have to be that way. Um, but man, looking at the start of this football game, you know Mississippi State—they get three on their first drive. It really looks like you can't get anything going offensively. Before you know it, it's ten to nothing. You still can't get anything going offensively, and you come to. A point in the game, it's ten to nothing. You're on. You're on your own twenty-six yard line. It's fourth and one, Dustin. Did you agree to go for it on your own twenty-six yard line, down ten to nothing, uh, right at the end of the first quarter, going into the second quarter?
3: Under normal circumstances, I wouldn't. But here, I do. Like, what I mean, what is? Look at what you look at the situation. And honestly, if the block is made, we get the first down. Mm-hmm. So I can't really knock it too much. Um, yeah. I mean, if we were, if we were six and two and something like that, but man, we're fighting for our, you know, disrespect at this point. And uh, like I said, I killed and will friend, and we're literally, going on to the place sheet trying to, trying to find place that they were looking for and uh, I mean you saw all the highlighters that Will Friend had so he was trying to find stuff and label it so he knows how to, so where to find it and, man it was just really an on the fly operation so
1: yeah
3: I don't, yeah, I don't blame him and at that point okay. like Mississippi State had all the momentum and yeah. we were just looking for something so it is what it is man
2: yeah, uh, I, I agree 100%, Dustin. I'm with you, man. I watched the game with my dad last night. My dad did not agree going for it there. But I, I'm kind of on that train of what did you have to lose, Dustin? You, you don't have anything to lose. and And I think Cadillac was kind of showing, hey, my defense, guess what? I believe in you, all right? I feel like I can go for it right here. Because I believe in you. I don't think you're going to give up a touchdown, even though they did. It wasn't bad defense. That was great coverage. Uh, just a heck of a throw there by Rodgers and a heck of a catch by the receiver. Uh, but, but you know, like you said, if we execute that play, the play is there. Right? The, the, the yardage to gain is there. And... It's the same thing with later in the game, Dustin. I wanted to get your thoughts on this one. Auburn's down 24-12 to 12 in the third quarter. Auburn gets a pick. All right? They're inside Mississippi State territory. You get to a fourth and five. All right? You're down 12. And Auburn decides to go for it. How did you feel about that call?
3: Yeah, I didn't like that one.
2: You didn't like that one? I
3: didn't like that one. It's fourth and five. And at that point... The game was playing out. The way the game was playing out, after that touchdown off of the fourth and one that we didn't get, mm-hmm. defense tightened up. Yep. You gave up a touchdown on a kick return, but your defense had really, at that point, we were going, man. D-line was getting pressure. They weren't doing anything. Mm-hmm. Um, So I kind of felt like, okay, we've got something figured out here defensively. And we had started to run the ball. I just felt like all the momentum was going in our direction, and it was free points. Yep. And it's just like, hey man, let's just take the easy three because there's still a lot of football to go, and at some point we're probably going to need those points. And as you saw later down the line, that would have made a huge difference. So yeah. Right. And again, if it, maybe if it was like fourth and one, yeah. then okay. But on fourth and five, I mean, <laughs> we got. I think, as, I know it was at least 11 uh, tackles tackles for loss. We got, you know. Mm-hmm. So there were several times that we got beat, and we had times where guys are just literally letting Mississippi State D linemen run right past them.
1: Yeah. And they're not doing it like, uh, man, y'all know what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
3: Yeah, so on four to five, I don't know about that, but
2: I probably would have took the points there. Yeah, I'm I'm with you on this one, Dustin. Look, I'm not mad about it. Like, I see why Cadillac did it. You know, hey, like I said, we don't have nothing to lose. Let's go for it, man. Like, you know, let's let's do some stuff. You know that that uh that we normally wouldn't do, and. You know, I look into overtime and and I watch Anders miss a field goal. And hey, who knows? Was it a guaranteed make? Because he hasn't been guaranteed all year. That's well, a good but,
3: point, man. That's a good point. Mate, you know, I mean, you, you hope that, that from that distance, yes. But who knows at this point?
2: Hey, we are gonna, gonna talk about we gonna talk about that in just a second. But uh, but my 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 question here, Dustin, is you know fourth and five you're going for it here the play was there the play was there all right lucky land casino asking
0: people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office
2: Him struggling as a passer last night. I'm with you on thinking fourth and five is a little too much. And throwing the football with how inaccurate Robbie was and how much he was struggling. And let's be honest, man. Look, I'm, I'm not downing him or anything, but he couldn't even complete a screen pass last night. All right? he, he, he couldn't even throw the ball out into the flat last night. Uh, and everything has to be a 100-mile-an-hour fastball. You know, it's just, it it feels like he's throwing DeGrom fastballs out there on every single play. And I feel like last night, if you had a little touch there, that could have possibly been a first, I mean, it would have been a first down, but it possibly could have been a touchdown. And so, uh, I'm not too terribly mad about it. I wish uh, we would have kicked the field goal there, but... I think Cadillac was also looking at it like, man, we've had problems in the kicking game this year. So, you know, screw it. Let's go for it. You know, uh, let's have a little fun. So. You know, I'm I'm not I'm not mad about the calls that Cadillac made last night. I think he done a phenomenal job. I know you do as well, man. And it was just fun to see a coach over there upbeat. Uh, what about what about the timeout, man? What about the timeout? Them running down the run, them running down the sideline and getting that thing in, Dustin. How how fun was that to watch right there?
3: Yeah, I was worried for Zach. I'm glad he's okay. Like, <laughs> dang man, uh, look. I heard that. I read where Ronnie Brown was out there coaching kids up as well, because you know he works with the radio network. Yeah, and he was out there uh, getting, you know, talking to Jeremiah Wright after that after that play where you know he got the personal foul penalty. Mm -hmm. Um, And you'll see it Saturday night. You'll see all hands on deck. There's no telling how many former players are going to be there. Um, So. Yeah, man, you just saw guys that love Auburn fighting for Auburn, and uh, it was really cool to see. Mm. And that's what that right there is what makes college football so great, because there was you know nobody nobody on that sideline had to had to care as much as they did, and Mm. a lot of teams wouldn't have, Um, but I'm glad they did, and I thought they represented themselves well. And I thought that uh, they represented Auburn
2: well. I was proud of everybody that was on my sideline last night. Well, Dustin, man, what did you think about the defense? Dustin, how many turnovers did we create, man? I mean, look at this. Uh, Brian Harson leaves town, and Auburn gets how many takeaways, Dustin? Uh, boy, it was three, three, wasn't it? It was three, man. We forced three turnovers, Dustin. That's crazy, man. Potato guy leaves, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> this defense – is forcing turnovers. We're getting picks uh, from Jalen Simpson and uh, Colby Wooden's making things happen and Derek Hall. I mean, Derek Hall, man, what an absolute menace he was last night. Uh, just an absolute freak, man. Uh, what were your overall thoughts on how this defense played last night?
3: Well, when you we saw the starting lineup, you kind of knew it was okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're just going to do what we're going to do. And then you saw walk-on guys. Well, they got scholarships now, but yeah. saw a whole lot of guys playing. I thought that once the game got going, I thought J.D. got settled. Uh, I thought Caleb got settled in. Uh, so, uh, yeah, man, just a lot of young guys out there playing, a lot of young guys contributing. And they, man, credit to Jeff Smedding. He made the adjustments. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the thing got – they got up on us quick, which was really worst-case scenario. If you would have said coming into the game, you know, how does Oliver win this game? I would have said, well, we're going to need some turnovers, <laughs> and we cannot afford to get down quick. Yeah. Uh, but we got down quick, and, you know, smetting he, he, he made the adjustments, man. We got after him. Uh, eventually, we started to press, man press, you know, a lot more. And uh, it was just good to see. I was getting pressure on the quarterback and creating turnover. That was a thing, too. Like, we created those turnovers yep. by, you know, attacking and getting in position to make them. So, long, you know, long time, but it was good to see, man. And then when they did run it, we didn't, we tackled well. Like, mm-hmm. all night we tackled well. We cleaned up the tackling a lot. So, that was good. And we can clean up these stupid penalties now.
2: We'll be all right. Yeah, Dustin, I was I was thoroughly pleased with the way the defense played, man. And the 39 points was uh, – it was a little deceiving, man. I mean, honestly, um, after that first quarter, I think Auburn just absolutely locked in. And like you said, Jeff's in, making the defensive adjustments, man. And, you know, honestly, that's one thing, like you said earlier, Dustin, is I was surprised him, man. We actually saw adjustments this week. Like, our offense made adjustments. Our defense made adjustments. You've seen guys that normally you haven't seen. They were out there playing, Dustin. And they were contributing. They were making plays. And that just screams volumes to what was actually going on with the previous staff. None of that was getting done. And that's why... I, that, that's why Will Friend's
3: a better play caller than
2: Eric Kisel. Exactly, one hundred percent, man. I mean, we saw that last night. Uh, Will Friend might be a better play caller than he is an offensive line coach. So, <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent. One hundred percent. So, uh, <laughs> um, you know, I, 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 like I said, man, I hate to get on here and and. And sunshine pump it because we lost and all that stuff and say hey you know and act like we won when we really didn't but man I'm just happy for the guys I'm happy for I'm happy for the the staff and you know look we had a chance to win the football game Dustin we did we 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 went we had a lead with what a minute and some change to go and our kicking game Dustin all night man. Look, they had a they had a special teams touchdown, and that's why I said the thirty nine points was a little skewed, and uh, and they had a they had a kickoff return for a touchdown, and you know our kicking game we tried the squib kick and all that, and that was a disaster right there at the end, and uh, the short kicks and all that, man. What is wrong with Anders, Dustin? And and look, look, before you answer that, I know we've mentioned it a thousand times on this podcast, dude. We have talked about it numerous times. Why is he still in there? Look, I know about the McPherson red shirt and everything. But look, this was – this he could have played the Mississippi State game and played out. That would have been four games, right?
1: Yeah, he's good to go
2: now. Yeah, he's good. So – uh, you know, I know it's Anders' senior season or whatever, man. But like the guy, he can't even get it into the end zone anymore, Dustin. So why is he still in there, man? Because it cost us the game last night. Let's let's not let's not you know go around this and try to avoid it. It cost us the game last night. The kicking game cost us. Yeah, hundred
3: percent. Special teams cost us because you know. Once the offense and the defense got settled in, they played fine. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, you miss a field goal. And you could say, hey, listen, you missed the field goal in in the start of overtime, but Arkansas scored a touchdown, so it really didn't matter. But when you miss a field goal, it kind of takes the life out of it. Mm -hmm. So it's just kind of hard to say exactly how that would, you know, circumstances would change. Um, he didn't have a touchback. I mean, the uh, last week, and he didn't have one last night. It, clearly, he you know, because even in years when he was struggling, because it was only his sophomore year where he was twenty for twenty-two. Yep. But his freshman, his freshman year, and last year, it wasn't great. Yep. There's this mis- uh, I think a lot of people just hear his last name. Because everyone goes every time he misses this year, or he kicks one out of bounds, or he you know he kicks it to the ten, people go, oh what is going on? What, what? I just that's so crazy. Not really. Yep. He was really good his sophomore year, and that's it. And I was one of those fans in the stands. Hmm. So hmm. once you put once you put people in the seats, he's not he hasn't been that good. And if it's because of injury, then I don't, you know, I don't want to be hard on him. But like, man, it's time to give the other kid a look. Like you said, we don't have anything to lose on the red shirt, and this is causing us games. Yep. And if you even if you don't want to use Evan for the field goals, can he at least do the kickoffs? Can the can punter? Is there somebody that can kick it to the end zone? Because they take one to the house on you because you can't get it to the end zone. And they had good field position after every – you score, and you get them good field position right after you score all night because you can't kick it to the end zone. Mm-hmm. And then on the final – after you score, on that final you know possession, you give them good field position. And I text you. What did I say? We were about to kick it off. What did I say? Just kick it out of bounds.
2: Yep, yep. That's exactly what you said. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. You... <laughs> i so just kick you it knew, out of bounds. You knew it was coming, though. You knew it was coming. I you knew it was I'm coming. i
3: all right, man, well, at least it's at the 35, and your defense has been playing
2: good.
3: Yep. Because I've already seen them take one back. Mm-hmm. And what happens? They, get, they, they take it, they get a good return, and then on top of that, You get a penalty. Yep. So now they're at the 50, and you saw what happened. Yep. And by the way, Auburn Jesus, why have you forsaken us? That kid made three field goals in a row? Really? Like, all right, man. I was for sure the third one was what he wasn't gonna make.
2: <laughs> hey Cadillac, Cadillac burnt them too with a quickness, didn't he? He was oh. man, I loved it. I loved watching him on the sidelines last month, last night. Man, I absolutely enjoyed it. I mean, look, I hate it that. Yeah, I hate that we lost and everything, and it was heartbreaking. I watched the game with, with my dad last night, man, and and uh, we had our highs and we had our lows, but. It, it was just a, dip- a different atmosphere last night, man. You could even feel it inside my home. Uh, me and my dad, we were we were jumping up and down and, and getting after it. And I haven't felt that all year, Dustin. So it was really nice to, to feel that, man. And, and, you know, like I said, I hate that we lost. I hate that the kicking game uh, had to be like that last night. And, you know, there was a lot of bright spots that I saw last night. Uh, a lot of young guys all over the field for Auburn. I think that we do have the talent for all the people out there that saying that we we just lack talent and we're in a dark hole right now. I disagree. I think Auburn has plenty of talent to bring a solid, legitimate head coach in here, Dustin, next year. Hit the portal in some key areas like offensive line and uh, maybe maybe a couple linebackers. And, uh, and I think you could have yourself a really damn good football team, Dustin.
3: Yeah, 100%. I agree. I mean, Robbie, Robbie's got all the intensity. That kid's a competitor. He's got all the ability. Just got to get somebody in there that can work on those passing mechanics. Yep. And, uh, gotta, like I said, we got to reset his clock. You can't really blame him for it at this point for him having quick feet. Yep. I mean, he's just constantly under pressure. So, and on top of that. He's been he's been asked from on offense that's not catered around his skill set. Absolutely. You get a coach in here. A, any good coach will know to put a player in the best position to be successful. We need to have him doing the things that he's good at. Mm-hmm. So, I you know I think that we're going to be okay with that. And uh, he's just he's not been put in a good situation at all this year. But he's still fighting. I mean, look, only seven for 22 passing, but no turnovers. He didn't force anything. And 18 carries for 108 yards, average six yards a carry with two TDs. Uh, yeah, you know, the kid's got a lot of heart. And mm. you can tell every time we lose. I mean, all this losing is eating him up. No doubt. Uh and tank, I mean, tank could tank could shut it down, you know. Tank could shut it down and just say, "All right, man. Well, I'm gonna start training and getting ready for the pros." But he didn't do that. And one thing I would like to see uh, going into the, the, these next three games, we only ran that wildcat play once. Yeah. Let's let's go back to that. Uh, they they definitely didn't seem ready for it, and. That's, that's something that we haven't put on film this year at all. So yeah. definitely something that we can use these next three games these teams might not be ready for. And, uh, you know, any way that you can get Tank and Jarquez on the field at the same time, I'm all for it. So Robbie averaged six yards of carry. Tank averaged 6.8 yards of carry. Jarquez averaged 4.5 yards a carry. And then Damari had a carry for seven yards. we got to mm-hmm. find a way to. Somehow get him more touches as well. So, man, yeah, I, I just a a really smart move by Rich McLean and President Roberts putting Cadillac in charge, getting everybody galvanized, and then we talked about that all week, and then you saw it, you saw it come to life on the field Saturday night, and I cannot wait for it to be at home, at six thirty.
2: That place is going to be rocking. Absolutely, Dustin. Man, I'm excited. I think we can get a dub against Texas A&M. Um, I think we can beat Western Kentucky now. I feel like there, I feel like there is some energy inside the program now, Dustin. Uh, before the firing of Arson, you know, we said that uh, it. No, we weren't winning those games. But now, I watched Texas A&M play Saturday against Florida. Absolutely terrible. Uh, I think we can beat them. I think we can beat Western Kentucky. And hey, look, Alabama. You know, they're they're barely hanging on, Dustin. Let's be honest, bro. Their season. Uh, what else? You know, they have a very slim. Time to fire Nick Saban over there. Oh man, uh, look. They don't have a whole lot else to play for. You know, they have a slim shot at the playoffs. A very very slim shot. Uh, I I don't think that they're going to get in. But, you know. What else do they have to play for, you know? I mean, I know it's the Iron Bowl. Go in there thinking, that you know. Like I said, man, have a little swagger now. And that's the reason I kept saying fire Brian Harson. Because now I saw a little swagger on that sideline Saturday night. And, look, you beat Texas A&M. You beat Western Kentucky. The only thing you got to do to get to a bowl game is go into Bryant-Denny. And who knows, maybe you get a flat Alabama team that says, hey, our season's kind of over. It is what it is, and, you know, maybe this D-line goes in there and eats against that trash O-line and and puts some pressure on Bryce Young like they did last year, and it's a close game, and, you know, you never know. So, hey, I'm going to keep the hope, Dustin. I'm going to keep faith that this team can still possibly make a bowl game, man.
3: Well, think about this, boy. If we win next Saturday,
1: mm-hmm.
3: that's going to be an NLM Cadillac Williams, a running back coach that would be beating a hundred million dollar
2: coach like man <laughs> he's trash man
3: it's bad and i i hope that buyout is just enough for them to at least keep him around one more year because i don't want that job to come open mm-hmm. uh, but it's gonna be uh it's gonna be a lot of fun man
2: no doubt dustin would well, more man uh Wrapping things up tonight, Dustin. Man, uh, I want you to give us your final thoughts, man, uh, and and drop your social media stuff so the listeners can get at you.
3: I thought that there was uh, a lot of young talent they got on the they got on the field,
2: mm-hmm.
3: and I thought that as the game went on, those guys got better and better. Um, we said it many times, man. Past football teams final plays to lose games. And this is just another game where you look at it and you say, man, well, if we just would have done these couple things different. I mean, how crazy was that? That uh, the kick right there at the end of the game, to to Jackson that almost cost us. Yep. Just it's like, is that on purpose or it was just so crazy? <laughs> um, fifteen penalties for or fourteen penalties for one hundred and fifteen yards. We cannot do that. We just can't do it. But if we find a way to win coming in versus A&M and then find a way to win versus West Kentucky, you know, like I said, anything is possible versus Danville, but whatever happens, man, I'm just proud of the way these boys fight. I'm proud of just, I mean, 24 to three, man. Yep. And, uh, in the rain, like, (laughs) they just, they could have, they had every reason to be miserable and just say, nah, I'm good. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and to tell you just how how special this fan base is, and how special this whole Auburn thing is, man. Look at how Bama fans are reacting right now. Yep. Could you Could you imagine typing out the words or saying the words? It may be time for Nick Saban to go.
2: <laughs> no, man. No. Like, dude, we just
3: went through Brian freaking Harson. Yeah. Who clearly who clearly the farther away from the program he is the, be- the better it is for the There's no arguing that now. No doubt. So and we still are excited and still supporting our team and showing love and they're ready to burn the city down <laughs> because They've lost by three points to Tennessee for the first time in fifteen years. Mm-hmm. Like I hate to tell you, but you were going to lose that at some point, and then you lost in overtime on Saturday night in Baton Rouge on an all-time classic game by mm-hmm. one point. Yep, and it's t- and it's time for the greatest coach ever to step down. <laughs> These people are outside their minds. They're just dude.
2: spoiled, Dustin. They're spoiled.
3: It, it, it's so crazy. I I can't wait for them to be going like 8-4, 7-5 on a regular again. <laughs> it's coming. Man, there might. We'll, we'll see. We'll see who the real Bama fans are. We're seeing who the real Auburn fans are now. Absolutely. But it seems to me like it's the same ones that been claiming Auburn.
2: Mm-hmm. No doubt, so, no doubt, man. But
3: I appreciate you having me, man. It's it's fun, even though we lost. It's just fun to see our boy getting love and support, and you see how much it means to him. So I'm looking forward to the finish of this season.
2: 100%. And uh,
3: you can find me on Twitter at dmicaud28.
2: I heard that Dustin, man. I'm glad you got to come on tonight, man. I really enjoyed it. And with this episode, that'll be it. We'll leave you with a war damn eagle, Dustin. Hey, basketball tomorrow, baby. War damn Eagle. Yes, sir. Hey, uh, before we get out of here, I do want to announce I will be live on YouTube tomorrow night during the basketball game. So I will be doing that. If you want to hop on there, get on the Up Tempo Podcast YouTube page. I will send out a link on Twitter, and we will do all that. So, Dustin, I'll see you tomorrow
0: night, brother. All right, buddy. All right, man.